We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Scarlet in the building, right? In the building, yes, sir, Miami yes, Dolphins. Sir. What's what? up, my guy? Everybody get your popcorn ready. I'm your host here today, T.O., and I got my other host over here. Your man Hatch is in the building, as always. You... Yeah, and we about to get it popping. We about to get it popping like popcorn. Yeah, let's get it popping. So, thanks for coming on the show, yeah, brother. Man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Man, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming to the show. But... There's an elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. We're going to get right to it. Right, right. Okay. This is your first year with the Miami Dolphins. Am I correct? Yeah. Um, Obviously, like I said, Brian Flores, you guys is, you know, your former coach now. Mm. Um, You guys, we talked about it right before you sat down, finished the season strong. I mean, at this point, do you think that there was a possibility of of him being fired? And then what do you think about, obviously, now that – of the allegations of some of the things that are swirling around about, you know, throwing games, you know, him getting paid to throw games, things of that nature. Yeah. And how does that sit with you as a player? I mean, first of all, just like my experience with Flo was a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just in my first season in Miami, seeing the way that he goes about his business, you know, and he treats the, you know, the staff. He felt like he ran a tight ship, you know, and the, the players not only respected him as a coach, but, you know, he also, like, could relate to us in a way and, and mm-hmm. you know, had, like, a personal relationship yeah. with him. And we had a rough start. I think it was, like, one and seven. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of knew that, you know, it could go bad at that point. <laughs> right. You know, you start off with that many losses and it was it was, it was rough. So understood, like, some, guy, some people's jobs may be on the line, but mm-hmm. then finishing pretty strong, you know, right. we won... I think like eight in a row, like, you know, we end up eight out of nine, um, eight out of nine. And, and we were balling. So everybody, you know, I think in the locker room, we're like, OK, this is going to, you know, flow's going to stay yeah. and we're going to keep it consistent. Um, so when he got fired, like it was, you know, it was a shock to me, a shock to, to everybody. Right. I think, you know, I remember it was I was coming into exit meetings and I was driving in. It was a Monday after our our last game mm-hmm. and I was actually driving in a little bit late. Because, you know, we had all... We lost. We out. We got to be on time. I I celebrated my ass off. Right. So I was actually late to my meeting with Flo in my exit meeting. Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn, man, this is a bad look. (laughs) (laughs) I was a bad look. And I pulled in and, and like, walked in the locker room and he had everybody huddled up and was just like, yeah, man, I'm I'm out. 
Wow. And I walked in and just saw that, and I was like, whoa, you know, threw me totally off. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, it was a shock, you know. So obviously. explain explain to, like, the, the fan base, because we don't really get to hear the player's perspective when a coach is fired. A lot of people are like, oh, you guys, you're getting paid millions of dollars, you're going to line up and play next year. Not a big deal, right? right? But it sounds like from a lot of the Miami Dolphins, it affected you guys. You guys were oh, yeah. really rooting for, for Coach Flo. Yeah, no, right. without a doubt. I mean, it shakes up the whole building, you know, because... Not only in the locker room where, you know, we've built relationships with each other and our teammates, but, you know, also the coaches, you know, from head coach down to position coaches and mm -hmm. people in the equipment room and people in the, in the training room. And when you take away the, the head guy, mm -hmm. you know, that just, there's a lot of uncertainty with everybody. Not only, you know, the roster, but mm -hmm. also, like, that equipment team and that training team. They don't know what's going on. So mm -hmm. it's like, dang, this whole year, for me, you know, the season of, you know, building relationships and getting to a point where I feel comfortable Cause you know it's, it's that's so much when you get to a new team you want to feel comfortable yeah. so y'all can all yeah. build together you want to go win yeah. together and then when you lose your head coach it's like dang you just don't know what's going to happen so i right. think more than anything it's just uncertainty you know from right. a player perspective not knowing what's next and what right. not knowing what kind of defensive scheme is going to come yeah. in you know who's the who's my position coach yeah. going to be and just the identity that he uh that he brings yeah, yeah. Um, so now you guys have a, a new coach mike mcdaniels obviously this is going to be a totally different i'm sure um, you know, mindset, everything um, that you guys experienced, like I said, within your first year. And as you said earlier, you alluded to it, like you finished the season strong and you're now looking, you know, to next season. You know, having that way that you finished strong, you want to transition and have that flow into the next season. You know, do you guys still feel that you can still do the same things? Obviously, like you said, once the head coach is gone, like I said, there's a lot of things that, uh, that are going to change. There's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, no, we, I mean, we got a lot of talented guys in the locker room, you know, and I think that's, that's number one, and mm. it was, a, it's a really young team, mm -hmm. uh, you know, young guys, like, I came in, and, you know, I was a six-year player, and I felt like I was, you know, the oldest in the whole building, yeah, you know y'all I mean? young, like, I'm, I'm, I'm an OG right. in there, yeah. you know, and um, so right. I, I think there's a lot of talent and a lot of uh, things to look forward to, and it'll be interesting, you know, not having Flo, Flo's a defensive-minded coach, right. right, and now Mike McDaniel coming yeah. in, you know, he's more of an offensive guy, yep. which I think will actually be good probably for, for Tua and mm -hmm. his development as a quarterback. And, you know, I've seen both. I've had defensive coaches, defensive head coaches, offensive head coaches. And, right. you know, just there's a lot more focus placed on both sides. Yep. And so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah. Can so, you guys compete, you know, in the AFC? Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all got the, the Patriots. You know, you got all these teams that are, you know. The Patriots and the Bills. And then making yeah, some that's, headway. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you have, like I said, the talent is there. Now you have a new head coach. Um, do you guys see this next year as some, somewhat of a, a rebuild, restructure type, and then, you know, the following year you can compete? Or do you feel like you said you got the talent to compete with the Buffalo Bills, the, uh, mm. the, the, Patriots. the Patriots? Yeah, right, the Jets. right, Jets, yeah. Well, you know, y'all beat the Jets, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. <watch> yeah. <laughs> no, I think, we, I think the, the way that we finished, you know, the strong finish, I think it'll roll in. To next season, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, it's just a matter of putting it all together. You mm -hmm. know, all three phases, right? You know, when the offensive has offense has a good game, the defense got to come to play, too, and special right. teams. Mm -hmm. You know, and vice versa. You know, mm -hmm. we got to put points up on the board. And, you know, defense, you know, we're going to get stops. Oh, and you know then the mean? playoffs, so, special teams, it it is a key factor. Yeah, 33% it has of been the game. A lot, it's been yeah. key <laughs> in a lot of wins and losses. Like yeah. I said, when you think about, especially... When you go on the road, I know when I was with the Niners, you know, the, the mentality and philosophy we had is like, when you play on the road, 
you better pack your defense and you better pack your special teams mm -hmm. because those are two elements of the game that could really sometimes cost you know cost you or or they can win the game yeah. you saw in the in the Green Bay game you know with the with the Niners the block punt you know that was a, a turning factor you know and yeah. obviously the, uh, the the Niners getting to the NFC Championship game you look at you know all these games that were played you know, the, the, during the playoffs, they were won by field goals. You know that's what I mean? So yeah. that's something, again, like I said, for for all these guys, and you're just alluding to it, like you have to play every phase of the game in order to be successful. What is it going to take for the Miami Dolphins? And maybe you've already said it, to really get back to where you guys, where you feel like you can be with the competition in your division. Yeah, I mean, shoot, like you said, it's, you know, the special teams, I think, you know, oftentimes people overlook how important that is, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, the swing of momentum that could come from the kicking game is is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Momentum's a hell of a drug. <laughs> like, yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? That could change the whole the outlook of a whole game, right? Absolutely. And, you know, just kind of as far as we look forward and, you know, putting points up on the board and, and stopping people, you know, and also being successful in the, in the kicking mm -hmm. game, I think it's just putting all those pieces together to really, mm -hmm. you know, to compete and to, to win, mm -hmm. not only in division, but, you know, throughout the league. So coming from, like, the Texans, again, there wasn't a lot of stability in that organization, right? You get yeah. to the Dolphins and, like, coach is gone already. So are you kind of looking for that? program or that organization to kind of make a commitment you can kind of be somewhere and have some stability you think that's going to be part of a winning program as well yeah i mean i think having stability as in your head coach and right. you know also trickle down from there with absolute position coaches i think stability is important and also on your roster having a co your core guys and keeping them together so mm -hmm. they can build you know i think as we see like the best teams right now you know they've kind of committed to mm -hmm. you know a head coach and to a quarterback and to you know their core their core guys, and that's what that's the successful formula, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when I first got into Houston, it was, you know, I was it was O'Brien's kind of building days, you right. know. He was hey, kind of just built up, and we were really competing with Indianapolis back when you know Andrew Luck was there, and we mm -hmm. were trying to take away the you know the AFC South from them. Mm -hmm. And then you know, so we were there for for basically five seasons, you know. And so that I saw some stability with with the Texans and and the way that we were able to compete and, and win the AFC South, you mm -hmm. know, um, all those years, you know, I, I saw what stability could do, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, now with, with the Dolphins and now having a head coach, you know, I think there is somewhat of, like, something that you will just have to overcome as far as, you know, putting in a new guy and, and a mm -hmm. new staff and, um, and building it to, to win, yep. you know, right now. And, you know, going into my seventh season, like, that's, you know, I'm trying to win right now. Right, you know right. what I mean? I want right. to go to a program and a organization that's that's competing uh to win the championship because at the end of the day i mean that's that's what we're doing is for you know yeah like i want to want to play in a game that's being played on sunday like i'm yeah. not i'm not trying to you know it's nice being here on the podcast right you know and so i think that's like that's the that's the goal for me as far as where i'm trying to land right. um we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So again, that's that's on the field, though. Again, you're going in, into year yeah. seven, yeah. so you know what the NFL is. You, you, you've you taken care of football, right? Yeah. But Brennan Scarlett is more than just football. Like, we had Jonathan Allen on for a little bit, and he was like, football is, is what I do, but it's not who I am. So yeah. you have a whole bunch of things going on off the field. So let's get into that discussion. Let us know what, you know, Can I, can I ask you a question before, before Absol- that? Absolutely. You talked about stability, commitment, um, like I said, moving forward, that's what it takes to, to obviously be successful, get to where you ultimately want to be. Like I said, you don't want to think, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here on the podcast, but you would rather be preparing for the <laughs> Super Bowl. But we've already seen Brian, Brian Flores get fired. That's a shakeup, you know what I mean? So now you guys are in disarray a little bit. Now you, mm-hmm. you hire a, a, a new coach, and Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. So now... Still, there's, there's still some uncertainty because we heard it throughout the course of the year about your quarterback position. Mm-hmm. You know, was he going to stay? Was he going to go? Yeah. There were trade rumors. Do you think that there are, the organization is committed to Tua? Because, again, like I said, you've already, your, your head coach of last year is already gone. Now you're moving into a new season. Offseason is here. Do you think there are going to be some other moves uh, possibly uh, that possibly could shake up the organization? Because, like I said, yeah. there are... Rumors out there, a trade rumors with with Tua. Yeah, I think I think the hiring of Mike McDaniel is actually the the showing the of commitment to Tua. Okay. In my in okay. my mind, That's being an good. offensive coach and and being there to be able to develop him and really you know commit to him because I think you know that's that's what you need. I know I know Tua like. You know, great dude, and yeah. he kept a, he kept his mindset, you know, solid mm-hmm. through the season. But I can only imagine like how difficult that was right. to be hearing, you know, the Deshaun rumors every week. It was every yeah, week. every week it was right. like, oh yeah, it's gonna happen, it's yeah. gonna happen, right? You know, right. but he stayed, you know, level Even, set yeah. throughout the whole thing. And now this season, you know, I hope for you know the team, but really for for Tua too to just be able to just play the quarterback free without He's a the lot guy. of these things. He's you know the guy. what I mean? Let him be the, the guy because yeah. you know for that's what we need. Would you like to see Tua stay? Yeah, yeah, I would like yeah. to see Tua stay. I yeah. think, man, I think uh, he's got a lot of talent. Um, he's a good guy in the locker room. He works hard. You know, he's got a he's got a he's got an arm on him. Oh, man. I already know. <laughs> I told you before you sat down. I worked out when I. You know, I'm from Alabama. I go to the facility. I go on campus uh, from time to time, and I worked out with him when he was a true freshman. Uh, this is when Calvin really and some of the other guys, Judy, they were on. Uh, they were still in in college. I think this junior senior year, and they wanted me to run routes. And so they were trying to get Jalen to come out there. They, they, mm. was like, they was like, man, teach us some stuff, blah, 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 blah. They couldn't find Jalen anywhere. So they was like, man, it's like, we just got to hold a tour. And I was like, who? They said, yo, bro. They, say, they said, he's the real deal. They said, honestly, I said, they said, if, if Jalen wasn't here, he would be our starting quarterback right now. Mm. I'm like, what? I said, as a true freshman? They was like, bro, just watch. Right. Bro, he came out there, dude. We was out there for about an hour and a half. Bro, he didn't miss a route. I made him, I corrected one adjustment, and that was on the bang eight, because when I ran on, on the bang eight, it's your fourth outside step. 
you know, that ball should be already gone as a quarterback. I mean, he, he doesn't play quarterback. You know, he throws I know, I know, <laughs> I know quarterback. But he knows, you know what I mean? He already knows, too. Like, on that fourth outside step on a bang gate, that ball should be halfway to you or right there in, in, in your hands. Right. And when I came out, I saw him throw it, and it was a little behind. And I said, too, I said, Tch, I shouldn't see you throw that ball. That was the only correction mm. I made. Mm. Ran that route again. Dude, I've never seen, as a true freshman, but I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, obviously replaced uh, Jalen in the, in the championship game right. against Georgia. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to a friend on the sideline, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, because this was a big decision for Saban to make, you know, because yeah. they're losing. Right. He that was comes, at halftime, too, right? Yeah, at halftime. Half you know? yeah. Dude, and I'm like, yo, and I hear the crowd. I'm on the sideline, and I hear the crowd just started to erupt. And I saw it. I'm, oh, I said, oh, my God. And they were, they were down. I said, they about to win this game. Mm -hmm. I said, they about to win this game. Some yeah. guy was like, what makes you think that? I said, this dude is a real dude. Yeah, I said, yeah. this summer I ran routes with him, and I saw this, like, as a true freshman, and he mentors a lot of kids, holds a lot of 707 camps. And we, like I said, we out there, we know guys that got it, you know what I mean? You got the you it know, factor. That yeah. it factor. Mm -hmm. Dude, he had that beyond it factor. Because, yeah. like, dude, I was running, like, legit NFL routes. You know what I mean? He put it he, on you. I mean, dude, he didn't miss a miss a beat. Yeah. So when he came in and did what he did at halftime and then came a star at Alabama, and then I knew he was going to be, like, a top draft pick. Yeah. And now to see, you know, what he's doing now, like I said, the sky's the limit for this guy. And once he gets comfortable, like I said, you guys had some protection issues, had some injuries. And then, like I said, I'm sure the, the thought that to have somebody thinking that, okay, well, there's a trade rumor, I'm not going to mm -hmm. be here week to week. Yeah. That has, I mean, he's human. That has to weigh, uh, weigh, weigh heavily on his shoulders. But uh, Tua, yeah. he's the real deal. So, man, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Uh, but, yeah, man, back to your question. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's reboot. We got post, post post career stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Off the field, what you got going on? Yeah, cause you're yeah. I mean, I see like my you're in Houston, right? You see like Miami. There's tons of stuff to do, right? We lived in Miami. We know what Miami is, right? Has to yeah. offer. Um, yeah, out here in LA, but there's so much. When you're in the NFL, you have every city at your fingertips, yeah. right? So what are you doing to take advantage of all this? No, yeah, I think I mean from a. A young age, really, I've always, you know, my parents were, had me be something more than just, you know, what I was on the field or on the, mm -hmm. on the court. You know, I was getting the homework done was, was the number one priority, mm -hmm. right, all the way through. And, you know, in high school and college, I dealt with some injuries where, you know, the game was taken away from me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to rely on other things, right? I was, you know, rehabbing an injury, but... Because you went to Cal so and Stanford, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. two very high academic <laughs> schools, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So I came out of high school uh, in 11, and I was at Cal for four years. Mm -hmm. um, I graduated, and then I, I transferred to Stanford to play my, my fourth season, mm -hmm. um, but did the fifth-year transfer and got my master's there in engineering. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of my kind of whole career is all, I've always had something off the field, you know, whether mm -hmm. it was, you know, homework or projects or this degree or whatever. And, you know, I find solace in that. I love having, you know, stuff to do off the field. Like when I'm done training and I'm done watching film, like I don't really be playing video you games. You ain't running to the Xbox. No, I don't really do that, man. Right. I like, and right. no, you know, Props to anybody who do that, right. but like, I'd rather not you. work on some stuff that I'm developing myself and, you know, mm -hmm. my experiences and, you know, and building who I am, um, you know, as an individual. And so, 
Like after my first season, I started uh, my nonprofit foundation called the Big Yard Foundation okay. uh, to support community empowerment. Uh, back home in my uh, my city, in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. um, we help with underserved, underprivileged youth through literacy and creativity and physical wellness and bringing the community uh, nice. together. And so, and that's th- still going till today, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're shoot, man. It's. Uh, our four-year anniversary is, is coming up. So, okay. you know, uh, that's been... Congrats on that. Yeah, yeah I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, appreciate sure. that. Um, and more recently, you know, as, as I've kind of leaned into who I am, you know, as as a brand, right, and, and you know, treating Brennan Scarlett not only as a ball player, but, you know, as a brand, right, mm-hmm. like my own corporation, you know, mm-hmm. I am a, a corporation, mm-hmm. right, and, and so thinking about, you know, expanding that brand and, and, and hiring on support to kind of support, you know, that that push and, and have actually like most recently created a, a creative agency around that basically to push some of my creative uh, endeavors, but also to support, you know, other athletes who are looking to tell their stories and, and let people know who they are mm-hmm. off the field. Because for me, being an undrafted free agent, you know, I didn't really have, I didn't have a marketing team. Right, right, right. You know, just given to me when I came in the league. I had to go knocking on some doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to go out knocking on agents' doors. Like, yo, yeah. can, let can me get an appearance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo. And so I kind of started doing that work on my own and making, you know, content and figuring out the whole process. And it was, it's been a journey, mm-hmm. right, to be able to sit here with, like, with y'all. You know what I mean? It's been mm-hmm. a whole journey. And so for other players who want to do that, you know, because it's rewarding to be able to tell your story and, and mm-hmm. get people to know and engage with who, with who you are off with the who field. who you are, mm-hmm. right. You know, so trying to support that process. Absolutely. So, again, uh, kind of define the, the creative company. Like, define, like, are you guys doing movies, TV, podcasts? Yeah. Like, what exactly is that going to all yeah. entail? So, so it originates really in content. So mm-hmm. video content, if you mm-hmm. want to, you know, create a vlog or you want to do a partnership with a brand that because you love indoor plants, you want to find an indoor plant brand, Mm -hmm. we'll help you create that content and also, you know, we'll source that brand, right? Okay. Or we also go on the other side, right? If there's, you know, for instance, we worked with a brand called Stash, which is a um, this financial platform, like you can um, you can invest on there, right? And they're mm-hmm. doing this financial literacy um, leg of their company, mm-hmm. and so basically they were looking to sort to source a way to tell that story of what they're doing. And so myself um, and the Scarlet Creative Agency, along with Endama Kinsu, you know, we put together a community. Um, event basically around that to, you know because that's important to and Dominican and I mm-hmm. but also important to the you know to the company to have aligned partners who are really yeah. you know interested in what they do and kind of building that whole idea of what that stash summer school looked like and mm-hmm. doing the production around it and then the you know the amplification and all kind of working together so right. and trying to create lasting partnerships right so again we ha- we kind of go back and forth on players getting out of their sport and going to do other stuff. That's where yeah. the problem lies, right? You're in your second, third year, players are like, I want to do this, but I have to focus on ball. Right? You're going into your seventh, so again, you're comfortable with doing this now. Like, so tell like some of the younger players, like, what, was, what would your advice be to them? Like, when is it time? Is it after yeah. you get a first big contract? Or do you, as soon as you get in the NFL, you should start branching out and doing other stuff? You know, yeah. what, what do you think it is? I mean, I think, number one, like, you got to make the squad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you going through training camp, like, you got to focus on on making that team. Right. And I would say, you know, that's that's every year. But once you once you make the team, you start getting getting comfortable with your routine. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when you need to train. You know how you're eating. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know when you need to go in the building and watch film, and you kind of got that schedule down. I would say just 
with the open time, because there is a lot of free time, right, right? Right. During the season, but even more so in the off season. Of course. Like take some of that time to really like look inside of, of who are you? Like what, what are you into? Mm-hmm. You know, your hobbies, your interests, your what do you find? Yeah, interest. just mm-hmm. grounding right. yourself and like don't be afraid to one, share that with you know, your Instagram following. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to share who you are, because I think sometimes we, you know, especially as players who maybe aren't, you know, feel like we're on the bubble sometimes. We want to, yeah. you know, we want the coaches the and GMs right, to feel right. like, yo, we 100% ball. Right, right. You know, but they, they just want to see you perform on the field. At the end of the day, as long as That's you perform. Point, so, like, I think, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to take that step to share some of the stuff you went to and, like, just lean into it at your own pace. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't got to do a big brand partnership to start, but right, like maybe right. have a conversation with somebody who, you know, made the video game that you like to play. You know, yeah, maybe that's yeah, something that'd yeah. be you cool. Like, yeah, you like Madden, you go, I mean? go intern at Madden. You know? Yeah, that's talk cool. to somebody. Cause like what I found with the NFL platform and the Shield, like you can really get any call or walk in any door, have any yes. meeting that you really want to. Yeah. You know, you just kind of got to have the intention and, and be willing to send out that email or ask somebody for, you know, that connection. But right. because, you you know, we play ball, like, people don't want it. They want to talk to you. Absolutely. You know, I'm willing to share information. How many, like, of your teammates do you talk to about this stuff? Are you guys always having these conversations or just kind of here and there? Uh, I would say there's, you know, there's a good amount of guys in the league that are, that are, are, are you know, really leaning into who they are mm-hmm. off the field. Um, you know, and, and for me, I try to, you know, oftentimes that, that group of players always kind of, Somehow we find each other, you yeah, know absolutely. what I mean? And, yeah. um, and everybody in the locker room got, got something going on, mm-hmm. you know, off the field, and they're doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just how much are they really leaning into that, I think, is the right. question. So, um, yeah, I say every, every team. And I, what's been cool to see is over the years how many more guys are kind of doing that and taking mm-hmm. the initiative to, yeah. you know, to build something outside the game because at the end of the day, the game going in. Yeah. And I think, you know, the more you can build while you're in it, yeah. Like, it's, it kind of helps with your transition out. I mean, yeah. as far as how, how, as I've seen guys, you know, in college and, and league, like, it's, it's a tough transition into the, Absolutely. you know, after the game. Yeah. And that's, that was, like, our whole thing as players when we were coming out or we were playing, like, the organization didn't want to see us do nothing else. They didn't want to mm-hmm. see you guys in a, in a magazine or doing, and they just didn't want it. So I was always scared to do that type of stuff, yeah. you know, because, oh, they see me do this, I'm gonna get cut tomorrow. Like yeah, that's right. how we felt, you know. But I've had guys, those feelings too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, undrafted guy, like yeah, I had those feelings, you know, coming through. And then I think, you know, I think a lot of this is is some overthinking, right? Yeah. It's because like it is. As long as you got that balling, <laughs> yeah. Like why do they don't care if you sharing what you do on yeah. Instagram? Like, cause I would think like, damn, I don't want to. You, you know, maybe win. I shouldn't be thrifting oh. so much. They might think I'm, you know, I don't <laughs> I know. Was overth- I was overthinking it. You're right too. Yeah. Wow. So now, so now you say you just, you just started your own podcast. Uh, it's called Athlete and. That's right. So mm-hmm. what's the what's the premise behind that, and what made you get into uh, the podcasting? Yeah, yeah. So you know, kind of along this same conversation of of you know leaning into who we are as as people off the field, right? And so the athlete and is is highlighting some of those so stories and, and experiences, and you know, guys around the league, what they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. and you're doing this with. This is through With, through one team partners. Okay. Um, you the only NFL host, PA. or you have someone else hosting? It's me and Brandon Copeland. So Brandon Copeland. Okay. Brandon Copeland. Yeah, he's uh, 
he just finished up his ninth season or going into his ninth season. Mm -hmm. Another outside linebacker. Um, okay. Yeah, and he's a you know he does a great job off the field too. He actually teaches a financial literacy course at Penn, like oh, wow. Ivy League school. Yeah, right. He's, okay, cool. He's a monster. Major. So yeah, him monster. and you engineering. So this is uh this is pretty solid, huh? So yeah. Athlete and. That's right. That's okay. right. And y'all, you guys have already, how, how people can find you on that athlete end? How yeah, you? so we're actually launching soon. Okay. We uh, okay. Our first episodes were, were filmed at the Pro Bowl. Okay. You know, we had some okay. good guys. We probably filmed like 10-ish episodes, and we're mm -hmm. here uh, at Super Bowl, and we'll do some episodes here with some uh, some pretty cool guests. And okay. So, yeah, so athlete end will be the, the handle. Uh, I'm at Instagram, b.scar. I'll have all that stuff right. Right. Um, shared, but... Man, have y'all on the on the show? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We always talk. <laughs> let let us again, know, it's, man. It's the the more you can do, you know. And again, like I said, I'm starting to realize like footballs go be there. Like right? you go perform during the season, but there's so many doors open, especially when you guys have that NFL tag behind you. You got to take advantage of that stuff right now, yeah. you know. And so, like, what, give me something like maybe in the next five years that another company or an idea that you want to build over the next five to ten years. Um. I think uh, this crypto space and okay. NFTs, I mm. think, are really is really interesting. Just okay. Web three uh, uh, in general is is an interesting space. I think that like right now is kind of the crypto version of like what we saw with the internet in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm. Uh, and I think we're like going through that time, and, mm -hmm. and I think it's you know it's cool to kind of be in you know in our prime, in my prime, when right. this is all happening. And, right. you know, no one knows quite exactly what it's going to look like. Are you in the crypto exactly. space? Are you in the crypto <laughs> right. space? Yeah, what, yeah. I, what, do you, what, do you, what do you get into? Is it Cardona, Bitcoin? Are you on the So I stay pretty traditional. I like I'm Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Ethereum. Solana. Okay. I don't do as many of the altcoins, but, okay. you know, I, I see utility in the, you know, some of the technology that's been being built on top of these, right. um, these crypto platforms. And what they... Uh, what they can empower people to do, um, you know, and kind of started to see these, this NFT space and how it's... Um, Are you engaging. in that space as well? I am, yeah. Okay. Have, you, ha have you bought into the... Yeah, okay, what did you buy? What NFT did you buy? Uh, so I, I've gotten into Dead Fellas. Um, was was my first. I have, have, no, have no idea what that is. Death fellas, uh, <laughs> Adam Bomb Squad. Okay. Uh, and I these got, are these are just pictures. These are digital yeah, yeah, uh, pictures. I can show you. Man. I, got I, my, I want to see it because I just I, got my I, I don't right understand here. it. Okay, I know it's a picture. I know it lives in its own space. I get all that. Metaverse. Right? The metaverse. Right. Yeah, metaverse. Web three, man. Okay, so let me. So you paid what six million for this picture or something? <laughs> nah, just no, give no. me a crazy number. So <laughs> I paid 0.8 ETH. 0.8 ETH, which how much Ethereum, is that? Ethereum. How much is that? time when I bought it, it was like a little over two grand. Okay. When I bought it, and immediately. People start bidding on it to buy it like, back like, from you. To buy it back from me, yeah. I bought it from somebody, and now somebody trying to buy it from me. Like it's a whole marketplace around this. Right. But and why I, did they want to buy it from you though? You already bought it. Like if you go buy some shoes at Foot Locker, yeah. you don't walk out the store and say, "Hey, let me get those off you." Like right. they're mine. Now. I think I think in the same way, like T.O. when you went and bought bought these 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 Nikes, right? Like, they were given to me, but yeah, we're <laughs> But in the same way right. that you're going to resell some shoes and somebody will buy it for more than the retail cost because, you know, it's a flex to have those shoes. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, imagine, just think about how much time we're spending on the Internet in, right. dig in the digital realm. Like, we talk All about the time. metaverse like it's something that we are approaching. Like, we're already here, man. Yeah. Like, our, our identities, like, are actually the, what we value 
online is similar to how what we value here in, in real life. What you, how many followers you got, how many views your video yeah. gets, right. Right. how many clicks you get, that right. actually means something. Right. And so then the next step is like, all right, well, these these pictures that is like your identity and it's you unique. Mm -hmm. And if you own one, like that's a flex. Like I'm about to show you my meta mask. Let, let me see this. Like, like, <laughs> what's it called? Animal Goofy or what's it called? <laughs> it's called Dead Fellas. So I bought it for 0.8 ETH. Okay. I've had offers up to like four ETH, which is close to like eight, nine grand. And I bought this like a month ago. So you're getting that much return in that. If I want to sell it, if he wants right. to sell but it. But you're gonna hold on to it because it's gonna be more well, later two up. just in case. So I can flip one if I want, but I'm gonna hold one for it. Does it lose its value? Yeah, so the bids have gone down a little See? bit. See? <laughs> so there is a trick to right. the, the reward risk yeah. reward. Yeah, it's a uh, So you have to sell when it's hot. You gotta sell when it's hot, or so you just wait. You know, I ain't really tripping about no cash. Right. So I'm gonna right. wait okay, right. see what okay. happens. Okay. You know? uh, it's like the stock market. So I wanna, it's I wanna, really like stock market, yeah. or like real estate. And like, yeah. if you own one, like say there could be a dead fellas party out here in, in the Super Bowl. But nobody go be there because it's online. No, it could be physical. And your, but your invite could be if you have a dead fellas. Yo, I got a dead fellas. So you get, so you get in like the party. Like you, so you, you got a whole community around. It's like your VIP, oh. dog. It's like your VIP. It's your VIP. Yeah, it's you crazy, know. man. <laughs> hey, hey, Hatch, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm trying my to get into it. was blown, too. Right. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm trying to get into it, but I'm just like, I can't fathom it. Hey, man, it no I, was in your, I was sitting there it's in your seat, too, and I started drinking the juice, man. I'm drinking the juice now. Hey, so... Okay, so what about what about real estate in the metaverse or real estate NFT? Like people buying, yeah, we're supposed yeah, to buy yeah. houses I ain't got online, so right, for millions yeah. of dollars. We're yeah. going to sell these houses for millions of dollars, but they're going to be worth more than the actual house you live in in real life. Like, is that what is that where it's going? Yeah, I don't know as much the real estate See, piece, but, but there's so many avenues. Right, there, there's right. a lot with the real estate piece, but what I do think is like. As we go and search some people's profiles on IG, you know, we actually might share a contact via IG or Twitter, right? You don't mm -hmm. even need nobody's number. Like at some point, technology might be so, you know, so enhanced Advanced. where you can go VR and like you might walk, like I might, me and you in VR and, and I'm walking to your room walk to your and you're gonna show me your NFTs on the wall like it's, it's physical <laughs> art, but it, it's <laughs> crazy. And that shit is worth some, because in your digital house, how many followers you got on IG means some. What but your crib look like the, in the, the, the Do your followers follow you? No, I'm just, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just building, like, you know hey, You got a million followers and you walk around in the metaverse, you know the million people follow you, you know that, right? I, my, I don't know, I'm just, I, I don't know, man. Because we don't know, we don't know where it's Who going. knows it what happens? Be. It's really like, you know, just looking at kind of these, these, uh, sci-fi movies that they was making years ago that's now kind of like yeah. come happening But right you now. said it just like the internet, you know, back in then, like how that started. Look where we are now with it. Yeah, everybody's like, no, we're not. Right, you just don't know where it's going to go. Bro, back in 1999, it was a bunch of middle-aged white dudes in their garage building this yeah. shit, and everybody was like, what are you doing? Right. We laughing. Google, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. We Google now we're laughing. Yeah, now we're laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, man. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah, I think. So I you think love that stuff, though. I'm interested. I'm a curious person, man. I love to learn. He's a degree in engineering. That's what I'm saying. I love to learn. <laughs> so you already know. It's, it's my, yeah, Stanford. Yeah, y'all yeah. created Stanford? this whole space up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've am i always been into, you know, that space and just kind of learning about new things and new technology. It's 
you know, seeing how it affects the world is, you know, is intriguing to me. And, you know, now being in a place where, like, you know, I got some resources and I got connections to possibly start building in the space yeah. as well is, is uh, yeah, it's cool for me. And being up in the Bay in that area during this boom, do you have any of your ex-classmates that are one of these big CEOs of a Google, Yahoo, or anything like um, that that you come in contact with? No, I've had friends that have went through Google and the Facebooks and the Snapchats and stuff and kind of, you know, been around that, that navigated that corporate landscape. But and also got friends who are like on the investing side of that. Mm-hmm. So I work for the venture capital firms that, you know, Sequoia are investing Capitals in those. And yeah, the Andreessen yeah. Horowitzes of the world. And, yeah. you know, so I got guys actually that I used to play with that, you know, stayed out there after they graduated from Stanford and, you know, went into that world. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah. It's crazy, like, coming out of Stanford and Berkeley, too, the type of guys that, you know, we had in, in the locker room and what they're yeah. capable of and what they're doing now. Real it's student like, athletes. Oh, my God. True student athletes. <laughs> right. Student first. Yeah. Cats <laughs> are, yeah. Some they geniuses out there. About to For be real. Nobody athlete. I'm, let me be this student. Hey. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that's what we enjoy about, again, those types of schools because they're doing both. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're, not, they're not doing just, you know, one thing. Well, yeah. And, all, you know, universities, colleges, they, I mean, they preach and, you know, they want the guys to come in and, and have education, prioritize uh, education, but, you know, some universities are a little bit more established and esteemed than others, <laughs> yeah. if you will. And we was balling on that field, too. That was, yeah. that was Rose Bowl year, 2016. Oh, yeah. We really should have okay. been playoffs that year with Stanford. Yeah? Yeah, we won at Bama. See, John no, y'all Allen no, 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 we wanted them. No, no, no. We Brendan, did. Brendan, I'm going to stop you right now. Hey, no, we wanted them. <laughs> with the metaverse and all this. Now you done went way outside the metaverse. That was Christian's year? That yeah. was Christian's senior yeah. year? Too? That was uh, not his senior year. It was his sophomore year. It was the oh, year that yeah. he was going crazy. Yeah, that's when he was That's when he got snubbed by Derrick Henry because yes, people on yeah. the East Coast wasn't watching that the games because it was on too late. That would have been a good matchup. Stanford and Bama. Yeah, Christian going against Bama. Yeah, that would have been a good matchup. Yeah, we were loaded, man. We were loaded. Yeah, yeah. No, we had, had no. I'm gonna let you. Blake need, Martinez, you, Solomon Thomas, Kevin no, Hogan at, at quarterback. Christian I'm gonna need you to stick with the Ethereum and all this other stuff, bro. <laughs> y'all want to smash Alabama, Alabama dog? You know, yeah, you, y'all. We wanted that. that. No, you wanted the smoke. Wanted the smoke. Hell yeah. Oh, just like Cincinnati, they wanted that smoke too. They wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted yeah. it. They got it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we ain't even yeah. yeah. Where can our viewers, everybody, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm at bscar, at b.scar on Instagram. I'm at please be scarlet on Twitter. Um, you can find Scarlet Creative, learn more about what we're doing at scarletcreative.co. That's Scarlet with two T's. And the Big Yard Foundation at bigyardfoundation.org. There it is, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah. thank y'all. Already. No there it is. Let's go, Rams. Let's go. <laughs>